listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. A.K.A. Cerberus, A.K.A. Thought Boy Supreme, A.K.A. Lesbian Wolverine, A.K.A. Kovija-chan, A.K.A. Ex-Boyfriend of Everybody's Mom. Welcoming you back to another episode of EP Culture Beat. In an age of overexposure, our next guest has kept a mystique while still showing enough to keep her fans coming back for more. Businesswoman, provocateur of the exdiziest arts, e-girl of everyone's dreams, the demure and empowered Velvet Mother. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, I that was quite an introduction. I love that. <laughs> well, th- th- just thank you for being on the show. So I'm gonna start by throwing this out. This is the number one viewer submitted question: How does social distancing stripping even work? Okay, so they have tables around us, and people throw dollars, like. In paper airplanes, or they <laughs> just wad them into balls, and they just try to like throw into our asshole. Are you serious? Like, like a like some kind of basketball game. Do they no, make I'm, it? No, I'm being I'm I'm being like perfectly honest. Do right they now. make it? Not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for getting that out of the way. You know, I want to go back a bit earlier into your journey. When I first met you, you know, you were part owner of a vegan friendly, you know, part vintage store. You know, you you were brimming with ideas and inspiration. You know, how, and this is the question itself. Is it difficult to be a successful modern woman? Is it difficult to have that type of role model? People thought of you as a role model. People look up to you back then. Is that difficult to have now as a woman or back then as a woman? Um, I would say always. I feel like a lot of people do come to me saying that they do look up to me. And sometimes I don't feel like I deserve it. I mean, I have a lot of ideas. Um, I'm really into business and marketing. I'm into fashion. I'm into um, art. So I like to help people as much as I can. But sometimes the pressure is immense. Of course, I have like a lot of haters. I opened my own business at 24. I bought my first home at 25. Mm. So pretty much since then, I've always had a bunch of like awesome friends and supporters, but also like a bunch of like hate. Because, like, why is this woman, like, strong and independent? Like, because you are yeah, strong. Yeah, they're like, this is gross. <laughs> they don't want to see somebody shine. They don't. They really don't. And it's always been like that. I'm not trying to get into, like, the whole bigger details of those. But what I want to know is, what was the moment of liberation? Because I know you had a lot of pressure. You were, you know, you were a mother. You had business. You were doing all these things. You were always about fashion. Was there a moment of liberation? Where did Velvet Mother, where was Velvet Mother born from? There actually is. And it's not a super empowering story. It's actually pretty sad. Um, after I had my son, I actually had a miscarriage with my daughter that brought me that. into a super deep depression. And after that, I realized that everything that I was trying to be, I didn't want to be anymore. And I just decided I wanted to be myself. I wanted to be sexy. I didn't want to be sad. I wanted 
to have part of my youth back because I felt like I was already turning like 55. And so I decided to explore more into sex work. I decided to feel more liberated to do something that felt good for me on the inside. And that was just really natural at that time. Thank you for that honesty. Like, you know, before you were known as a model, you were known about fashion. You were known about style. You were known about, you know, your aesthetic. Where did that come from? Like, where where did you get ideas for your shoots? Where where did all those, you know? Um, so my aesthetic, I like to think it's period based from mm. um, eight, I like some 1800s. I like the 60s. Um, I've been thrifting since I was in middle school. Mm. My nickname was Grandma because I would wear a lot of sweaters and berets and what 12-year-old dresses like that. Um, so pretty much just like thumbing through like fashion magazines from a very young age, looking through makeup, looking through blogs whenever Tumblr was a thing in like 2008. Tumblr was a thing. Yes, that was like my shit. And I've always just been like really obsessed with like Mark by Mark by Mark by Mark Jacobs. That was a joke. And um, just like every, yeah, I know like Gucci has like their thing too, where they like to look like um like elementary school kids, like socks and stuff, what? Like all of that. Yeah, all that weird. It's weird. Stuff? I'm like all into that weird stuff. Well, I mean, I'm I can't judge you because I wear you know comic book like socks and things, so I can't. You know, I'm, I'm as much as a, a elementary school kid as the next person. Gucci would love you then. You're doing great. Oh yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't wear. They don't make three X in Gucci. I know. I've I've already checked. <laughs> To be very honest with you, and this might get me in trouble with my girl, but your OnlyFans is beautiful. You know, it's as much boudoir as it is kind of like, you know, titillating, like aesthetic. You know, before all the cash in and before like everybody started doing, you were doing that way before, before all that clout. Mm -hmm. Like, where did that inspiration, why did you push into that direction, like out of Patreon into OnlyFans? Um... The OnlyFans, I was actually really nervous to make one, but I had been selling photos, artsy nudes of myself for maybe five years before OnlyFans. Mm. Before that, I was camming at like 18, 19. Oh, okay. So I've always been um, really familiar with my body. You know, I shut it off for a while. And um, my favorite part of the OnlyFans is like planning a shoot because I feel like sex sells of course but also creativity shines even more i get people that come to the club just to tell me like oh my gosh like your um only fans is so creative like mm-hmm. i keep subscribing because i want to see what you do next mm-hmm. because it's not the same thing so i always try to have a theme and do like a whole set like just with that theme and um i have to get creative with it because if not i'll get bored is it is it a monthly i don't i don't know anything about only yeah it's like a monthly subscription i have sales all the time sometimes i'll do like 40 percent off 50 percent off just so people could check it out and i have all kinds of stuff and i do like you know if they ask me for weird stuff i'm like okay and i just do it (laughs) like i did one where like this girl just like tied me up and just like rubbed jello all over me Hmm. and it was really really what color was it was cold it was like rainbow. We like <laughs> made cakes out of it and put fake flowers oh in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> so the jump from photo shoots to OnlyFans is a whole different thing now. How different is that completely from stripping? Okay. So dancing, I love it. It's, dancing. it's yeah. No, I call it stripping as well. Like, like dizziest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, stripping is... I feel like it's more professional. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like it, but it's still like 
soul crushing because I can't do exactly what I want to do. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I have to be like, this is the rules and do like this. And, you know, I think it's probably just COVID because I'm p- pissed because I have to wear a mask and they can't tell like how absolutely gorgeous I am. You know, your makeup, yeah, your exactly. makeup is always bar one. You can just see like pretty much my eyes. But um, only fans, I get to just have like the environment I want. I get to have like some music going, like get some drinking, feel like a little sexy. And they're like completely different. Like dancing is my work and I take it very seriously because it is my work because I'm there to just bring home fucking stacks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And only fans like that shit comes in like daily and it's just like a nice surprise. I'm just like, oh, nice. I got like an extra 400 bucks today. What? Like it's great. Yeah. So that's like the difference between those. What's it's the like craziest work and fun. What's the craziest tip you got? On OnlyFans? Any, anywhere. Um, the craziest tip I have gotten was probably at the club, and it was like 440. <sighs> yeah, just from one guy. Because he followed my OnlyFans, and he's <laughs> like, you're like a celebrity <laughs> to me. Is that what people treat? The, I, I feel people know you way more now. That, I mean, before we knew you because, you know, you had so much businesses. You were involved in so many things, and now I feel like because you opened up. Yeah, it's like a different kind of, yeah, part of my personality. Is that is that what you think is is Velvet Mother completely different from who you are? I'm not gonna say your real name, but um um I feel like it's exactly who I am. That's the scary part. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we are the mask we wear. <laughs> exactly. You've been very honest. You've completely been honest since the beginning. Now I know you've been very honest about a toxic relationship you were in before everybody else publicly started outing everyone in like that cancel wave of 2020. What advice do you give somebody? who's in a shitty relationship now, what advice do you give somebody who wants to get out of a shitty relationship? Um, I would say the advice that you look to most is if you're happy and if you're feeling loved and fulfilled, then um, pretty much that's the only reason you should stay. I don't think women should put up with a lot of things that we do put up with um, in general. I mean, um, abuse can be uh, many different ways. It can be verbal. It can be... um, emotional you know it could be physical but the best thing i could say to women is just if you are in something completely terrible there's always a light there's always a way for you to leave just reach out to women around you more people have been through it than you think honestly and it's sad and more people have it's hard to talk about for Mm -hmm. some people but um just reach out reach out to me reach out to the women around you and i feel like you will feel full support um pretty much just when you're not feeling happy when you're feeling like ugly when you're feeling down when your self-esteem is getting smaller and smaller that's like a good indication that you're in something toxic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so okay well i mean thank you for that and like like i said before i knew you during multiple phases mm-hmm. where you know you got out of this relationship and you started doing these things and uh, you know we've seen you thrive we've seen you flourish we've seen you blossom like is getting out of that was that really a help to get into this or was that just kind of a revenge thing? Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like it was more like the timing. Yeah. Like that's like when I started dancing, it looks like I was like, fuck you, I'm going to start dancing. But honestly, I just kind of needed the money. You so needed the yeah, money. It wasn't really like it was just a timing thing. It looks like a big fuck you to everybody, but it's not. Well, I feel like it was a big fuck you to a lot of people who were lurkers of yours. Because, you oh, know, yeah. like you had such a lot of people who once again copied your style you know, you would come dressed in like a 1950s bombshell thing. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, they okay, were thank you, you. Because like, I feel like that always happens. And I think it's in my head. And people are like, you're so cocky. Because I'd be like, 
I randomly dyed my hair orange and then like seven other people or I'm like, I got a rabbit and then everybody got a rabbit. And I was like, no, maybe this is in my head. But people would be like, people point it out to me. And then it's funny. To Has me. this led to collaboration? Because I know you collab with other people on photo shoots. Oh, like yeah. Um, people always message me to collab and I usually am always down because it's really nice to meet people with different artistic views. I uh, shot a music video not mm -hmm, too long to mm -hmm. go, and that was my first. Um, I've shot with other models. I've been styled. Um, I did a shoot for someone that works for, like, Penthouse mm. in L.A. Welcome. And, um, yeah. So it's really awesome. I just always try to say yes to art because I get really bored when I'm not doing that stuff. We that is a recurring theme here on yeah. EP Culture Beat. Trust me. You're in very much welcome company. Yes. So doing the collabos, getting out of that, like, what are you looking forward to in the future? What project are you working on or what do you want to work on? Um, okay, so I really don't want anyone to steal my idea, but it doesn't matter because I'm saying it, so it's mine. Yeah. Um, my next project is I want to do a mobile version of the avocado. I want to get a 1970s RV. I want to gut it. I yeah, want to yeah. make it a mobile cafe and vintage clothes and i can basically like drive to like wherever just put like a hitch on that bitch take it to like san francisco take it to austin everywhere and then just have like the avocado all over again like well known with better clothes better coffee better everything mm. five years later and like completely mine so completely that's like yours. my next and also just to keep dancing because that shit helps me a lot with the bills <laughs> so just get better at that yeah. what do you mean better at that um more pull tricks i'm barely learning like you really like learned pretty awesome pull tricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Those people, th I respect people who do pull tricks because I mean the uh, upper arm string. I'm getting buff as shit. Like to be honest, yeah. A lot of like, we could see it right now. I you got the tone on you. I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now this is the obligatory Corona question that we all ask. Yeah. What are you looking forward to for Corona? How has Corona affected you right now? Well, because of Corona, I lost like. A bunch of really awesome jobs at bars because I do really enjoy bartending, mm -hmm. but that was just so unstable. So I would maybe like to do um, more of that when the corona ends. Of course, I miss dancing, like going out and just like sweating under a disco ball. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. losing your sanity is like, I miss that. I miss dancing. I miss going out with my friends. So where's the first place you're going to go to out of El Paso? Out of El Paso. I, that's a good question. I'll probably try to make it to San Francisco or maybe Portland. But, like, since everything's on fire, it's really, it's r I don't know. That when isn't been it my on plan. fire? When isn't it on fire and also sinking into into the ocean yeah, simultaneously? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll probably try to visit the beach. I think that would be really awesome. Uh, I miss the I beach. mean, even though it was corona, I still went to San Diego. Where'd like, you go to San Diego for? Um, Just to visit a friend and to go okay. to the beach. All right. I had money and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the thing with, you know, I've I've worked, a couple of clubs here in El Paso, mm -hmm. and you know, I would it would always be like, let's just go, let's just go out of town for two days because you know you just yeah. made a rack. I have yeah, exactly. Um, I make good money, and not only that, I only have to mandatorily be there one day a week, so I can take What's vacation whenever I want. Sundays, which aren't as bad as you would think. Why? Why? They sound bad. What do you mean? Why? Why aren't they bad? Because like. They Why would I think they're bad? Oh, I feel like you would think like nobody would go because it's like a Sunday night and they have work on Monday. They they just went to the confessional exactly. and got rid of Exactly. The they're like, oh, I'm feeling pretty holy. I want to fuck it up. You got yeah. to bring it back up. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's my mandatory day. I didn't get to choose it. They chose it for me. And I was like, really? Okay. Well, it's because they needed the A squad. Exactly. It's because so. the Friday night is 
Friday night was the worst night, and I worked at Foxy's for a minute. Really? And I was just, I remember being like, fuck, Friday night sucks. What's the day you don't like to work? I hate Mondays. Just Mondays are just complete shit. Like, yeah. Why? Because your lasagna's getting cold? I don't, yeah. Besides that, like, I mean, I normally don't mind Mondays, but for some reason, like, that's a day where, like, I hear some girls saying they made, like, 60 bucks mm. or saying they have to pay the club. I think that's like really unfortunate. What's the least you want to walk out with? Um, I don't like walking out with less than three, and that's really low for me. Super low. Yeah, super super low. Damn, I wish I walked. I out would with feel it. like I was a failure if I walked out <laughs> oh, with three. No. Honestly. Why a failure? Because you 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 couldn't give the men what they they were drawn to you. No, th- well sometimes I go up in that bitch and there's like seven people there. Yeah. With like 22 strippers, I feel like oh, I do good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like it's just the lack of customers. That's mm-hmm. what makes me feel like I guess I shouldn't feel like a failure because I can't make people go, you know what I mean? But I just feel like I don't know, maybe I could have done more, but that's just the overachiever in me. Overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst that's the worst thing you as an overachieving dancer cuz they, <laughs> they're going to break She's you. Never leaving. They're going to break your ass. Yep, I need much. to go back to ATM, bro. Right? Exactly. I'm all, it's just a $9 fee, baby. <laughs> That's my line all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for recording that for us. <laughs> but yeah, please tell us where you're at. Please tell us what you're doing. Promote yourself right now. Put all your details out there that you want to put out there for people to contact you, get with you, see you, okay. observe you. Um, Sure. Worship you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People like to say they w- want to like suck on my feet and worship me and i don't know if that's what's like the weirdest what's the weirdest thing? like one? is that like the same thing like <laughs> is that what worshiping means to men what the what's the weirdest thing oh man yeah people just be like can you, you like tie me up and then like make me smell your feet and i'm like my feet smell good like what's the <laughs> issue that's not even wrong with yeah that. i'm like there's nothing wrong with my feet so i don't know sometimes i get weird shit or people want me to peg them mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm not like opposed to it but like I haven't. You don't get anything out of it either, though. No, exactly. Just like, I guess, maybe getting off, like, dominating them. But, like, I don't know. I'm not, um, I haven't really done anything. Like you, that. you haven't never done any dominatrixy? No, I have. Okay. I have. Um, I used to put this guy in a dick cage, and then he would get mad because I wouldn't cage. let him piss. Yeah. What's a dick cage? You don't know what it is? Yes, you do. I don't, what's a dick cage? It's a contraption that you put over your penis, okay. and only I have the key. And oh, you no. can't jack off unless I tell you you can jack off. So one time I lost the key and he was really <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh, welcome, Dios. Yeah. So um, that was the end of my Dom career. <laughs> well, he didn't come back because I couldn't find the key. He was in love with me though, so it was okay. How did he get it off? Huh? We ha- like, I think we had to like unscrew it with like screws. Fuck. Yeah, like a screwdriver. And then you're, yeah. p- my goodness, I'm getting these horrible like views in my head. I don't want to describe it on I radio. Know. Well, that was just that one time. It's okay. <laughs> well, at least that that doesn't sound too bad. None of those really sound too bad. So I'm glad that nobody's hit you up with some <laughs> crazy, crazy shit. Oh, yeah. I think I'm probably blocking like a lot of it out, honestly. <laughs> it's been many years of being me, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, you started early, obviously, you know, people were looking at you. Now, people feel you're more accessible to them. Do, are they more like... Do they feel like you're their friend now? Yes, that's always been the case. Like people will think they know like exactly what I'm doing, I guess because I post it. So they'll think like we're really close. And then if I won't say hi to them when I'm out, they'll be like, fuck you, Mel- Velvet Mother's a fucking bitch. 
And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. who are you? Like, what yeah. the fuck? And that happens to me too often. And I'm really sweet and I'm a caring person. And I'd love to know, like, everybody. But, like, if they're, like, profile pictures, like a picture of, like, a chihuahua or, like, a pizza, like, how the fuck am I supposed to know who you are? You That's know what, what I mean? That's what I say all the fuck. Yes, time. exactly. So I feel like it's not my fault. And their yeah. name their name is like like some random ass shit naruto 666 yes. and like, it's me and i'm like who is me like Thank it's you. naruto yes. 666 like who the fuck like i feel like maybe everybody thinks that they're really important which is awesome but also like i don't feel like i am so i don't mm-hmm. get why people get mad like if people don't know who i am i'm like that's fine like mm-hmm. i'm just one person on this ginormous earth out of 70 billion i'm not special at all exactly but of the 70 billion you're one of the loveliest and oh, you're one of the sweetest thank you and thank you for being on the show please tell us where you're at okay. please tell us what you're doing what's your only fan okay so i was about to say everything is just velvet mother it's all it <laughs> yeah is? um my instagram is velvet mother i have another secret instagram that is internet <laughs> girlfriend oh and it's just a little saucier pics mm-hmm. my instagram is um my only fans is also velvet mother and my dancing name is velvet and i work at <laughs> if you ever want to get like your boner grinded on so yeah those are like that's what i'm at that's what i'm doing but from six feet away though no the vip is just the regular oh yeah okay. you you still get nude lap dances I, they I, just wear their mask okay and that's it and yeah. your hands up huh and you put your hands up. Yeah, basically. Yeah, stick your hands up, son. <laughs> right, I'm going to put them up. So my guns. Velvet mother on everything. Yeah. You're so beautiful. You're so demure. We really appreciate you having on the show. Thank you for your openness. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for having me. It was a real treat being here with you. <laughs> EP Culture Beat, the underground source for El Paso. Once again, stay sweet, don't change. Have a great summer. Keep in touch, y'all. Bye. Love you guys. Hate you guys. Just kidding. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>